Hello and welcome to the Lancet Global Health Podcast. I'm Mandy Borgela and today I'm talking to Juliette Manga Amunpere, who is an Associate Professor at Ambarara University of Science and Technology and Head of the Epicentre Research Centre in Uganda about her study on the effectiveness of traditional healers in delivering point-of-care HIV testing to adults in rural Uganda. Juliet, thanks for joining me today. Thank you for having me. So to start with, could I ask you to set the scene for this study? So tell us about the location, the local population and past approaches to increasing HIV testing in the area. So the study took place in Barara districts, located in southwestern Uganda, which is around 300 kilometers from Kampala, the capital city of Uganda. Mbarara is a mainly rural district with a population of around 470 people, majority of who are subsistence farmers. Uh, the HIV prevalence in Mbarara is around 7.9, which is higher than the national prevalence of 5.7. Uh, so the main hospital is the Mbarara Regional Referral Hospital, which is a teaching hospital for Mbarara University of Science and Technology. Uh, this hospital runs the district's largest HIV clinic, also called the Immune Suppression Syndrome Clinic. It's a public facility and therefore provides free HIV care services, focusing on the 95-95-95 national goals um, for the Ministry of Health, which basically means identifying 95% of HIV-positive clients, linking them to care, and uh, having them virally suppressed. Progress has been made uh, by the Ministry of Health in increasing the number of people who test at the hospital. However, there are still barriers such as stigma, lack of funds for transportation to health facilities, and low perceived need for HIV testing, especially among men. And this drives people to seek care outside of the formal health setting. If these are not looked for care actively, they miss being tested. Um, so what's the role of traditional healers in providing healthcare in Uganda? And how did you come to your hypothesis that they could increase the uptake of HIV testing among members of the community who might otherwise not engage with services? So traditional healers as informal health providers often serving as a first line of health services as people may have difficulty accessing their medical facilities or they may prefer to receive care from traditional healers actually. It is estimated that 80% of people in sub-Saharan Africa receive care from traditional healers on a regular basis. In our previous research, it has shown that majority of people who receive care from traditional healers in Marara also use biomedical services. However, healers are visited 10 to 12 times per year, while biomedical facilities are visited annually. Our formative work in the communities over the past four years led us to develop this hypothesis. We saw that traditional healers were visited more often and that about half of the adults who visited traditional healers had not received a recent HIV test in accordance with the Ministry of Health guidelines. That led us to try to understand barriers to HIV testing in these communities. We did a qualitative study with multiple stakeholder groups, including traditional healers, who also um, studied their clients and the HIV clinic staff to evaluate the barriers of HIV testing. 
our studies suggested that traditional healers were well positioned to deliver HIV counseling and testing to clients who may otherwise not receive HIV testing at the existing facilities. So this was a mixed method study and in the cluster randomised trial you compared the effectiveness of traditional healers in delivering testing with referral to clinics for testing. And the primary outcome was individual receipt of an HIV test within 90 days of enrolment. Um, you had some quite striking findings. Could you tell us about them? And were you surprised at all? Yeah, so in the trial, we found that uptake to HIV counselling and testing <clears throat> when delivered by traditional healers was 100% in the intervention arm compared with traditional healer delivered, uh, delivered referral to HIV clinics for testing in the control arm where only 23% of participants received an HIV test. We suspected that this program, where traditional healers were trained to deliver counseling and point-of-care HIV testing, would be acceptable based on our formative work in our communities. But we were certainly shocked and, of course, delighted at the same time to find that every single participant accepted the testing from the healer. 100% uptake of any intervention is unusual for a study. Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, it's very impressive. Um, there was also a qualitative component to your study. And what did the individual interviews reveal? So the individual interviews with a sample of the trial participants and all the participating traditional healers provided us a lot of information explaining why this type of program was so successful. Clients receiving care from traditional healers described pre-existing close relationships with the healers, which made delivery of HIV counseling and testing very acceptable. Some participants had previously avoided testing due to fear of being diagnosed with HIV infection. They described very effective delivery of pre- and post-testing counseling by the healers in the intervention arm of the trial. This allowed them to overcome their fears of receiving testing for HIV. Some participants reported that they avoided going to the clinical facilities for HIV testing due to anticipated HIV stigma. They did not want to be identified as seeking HIV testing. However, HIV testing offered at traditional healers was described more confidentially and less stigmatized because healers provided many, many different types of services to their clients. And therefore, this context did not carry the same That's really interesting. So traditional medicine has been described as a bottleneck in the HIV care cascade by those who believe that it delays testing and entry into services. But you make a really interesting point in the discussion about shifting the role of healers from bottlenecks to bottle openers. Can you tell us a bit more about that? Yes. So one insight that we have had from our years of working with the traditional healers and their clients is that these providers have a very large base of devoted clients. As I mentioned, we previously found that people seek care from healers 10 to 12 times per year and go to medical facilities far less often. In fact, people describe many barriers to receiving biomedical care as it is both time-consuming and expensive, we realized that we could consider leveraging the influence of traditional healers to improve uptake of HIV services. 
why not try to form a partnership with these providers and see if we can reach these communities that might be avoiding their medical care? In fact, we never had to advertise or, rec or recruit people to participate in this study. We simply used the client base that already exists through traditional healers. This is how traditional healers could perhaps be bottle openers by helping facilitate care among their clients. The concept that traditional healers are bottlenecks in HIV cascade of care is a result of the fact that we generally lack connection between formal and uh, formal healthcare and informal uh, healthcare provision systems. Both typically operate in parallel, and people living with HIV have offered as a result, as they often bounce between the system with no collaborative service goal. We hope that this collaborative program where traditional healers and HIV clinic staff were able to work together to create a successful community-based testing program will inspire others to consider similar programs to improve screening and expand optical HIV services. Great, okay, so continuing on that theme, what are the broader public health implications of this approach beyond just HIV testing? Okay. So, First of all, our trial results strongly suggest that traditional healers could effectively provide support for people living with HIV throughout the cascade of care. We have shown they can improve uptake of testing, but they could potentially support linkage to HIV care and adherence to antiretroviral therapy. In fact, many of the healers were spontaneously doing these activities for their clients living with HIV after receiving training and education on HIV as part of this study. Second, one could easily imagine a similar approach being used for any disease screening program where point-of-care testing is used and where the goal is to make screening accessible to as many people as possible. For example, the infectious diseases such as COVID-19 and malaria, or even non-communicable diseases such as hypertension or diabetes. As, a, as public health researchers and providers, we have to consider ways to reduce the burden placed on patients while we work to improve disease control and improve clinical outcomes. Partnerships with traditional healers may be one approach that can successfully engage hard to reach communities. Thank you so much for sharing your research with us, Julia. It was really great to have you on the podcast. Thank you for having me, David. It's really nice to, be, to speak with you. And thank you for listening. If you'd like to know more, you can find the full study online on the Lancet Global Health website.